0: It's episode 68 of
1: Bud Pod. Uh, Phil, is 68 anything to you? Episode 68, episode Pixie Hate. Ooh. Um, Yes, it is for those of us who are uh, (laughs) pixophobic.
0: Pixie Hate. Now, when you say pixies, Phil, do you mean the mythical creature, the band, or the stylish haircut? (laughs) Uh, The
1: mythical creature, of course. Yeah um yeah 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 uh the they um get out of my garden that's what that's what i say i've got signs (laughs) i say just get out it's 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 the most uh apt application of the phrase not in my backyard
0: yes yes we're all nimbys when it comes to pixies (laughs) yes that's your slogan isn't it
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. there are no atheists in a foxhole and everyone's an nimbyist when it comes to pixies
0: <laughs> there are no atheists in a foxhole and no pixies in my back garden <laughs> i'd like to i'd like to meet someone who believes fully in pixies and in those that whole garden pixies hoax they really believe it but only because it makes yeah. them angry <laughs>
1: Right, right, right. So like, instead of believing, I mean, in that, it, that's what conspiracy—that's what conspiracy theory. There is sad, that people who are so addicted to hating things that they will make up <laughs> people and reasons <laughs> to hate.
0: Like there's not enough for them to cope with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, the like the idea of um, leprechauns are quite like that, aren't they? Like you just make up this little man, and. His only quality is so that if you, you if you if you catch him, he'll have to give you a lot of money, but you can't catch him.
1: Right, yeah. And then get really frustrated that you've <laughs> never found one. You've never found a thing you just made up. <laughs> yes. I I remember I remember once when I was uh, God, when I was a child, I I, I dreamt that I had this brilliant Spider Man toy. Like brilliant Spider Man toy. I dreamt I had a Spider Man toy. And it was a Spider-Man action figure, and it was just brilliant. And I woke up, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play with my Spider-Man toy!" And I, I ran downstairs, and I couldn't find it. Yeah. And I spent all day looking for the <laughs> Spider-Man toy <laughs> until it, until it eventually dawned on me that no such Spider-Man toy existed, and I just dreamt it. So,
0: wait, like, how? What time of day are we talking here, though?
1: That I dreamt it.
0: No, no, no! That like, what time of day did you
1: realize? Oh, I don't know how long? In the how long you spent furiously oh, searching
0: day. in your toy box?
1: From the morning till the evening. Not just the toy box, but the storage rooms, the basement, <laughs> the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, uh, this is a big house <laughs> in, in in Malaysia, and I was I was. Crawling to the every nook and cranny, looking through every box, every shelf. The re- the I, reception room. Oh man, it was torturous. And then I eventually had to come to terms with the fact that there was no such toy. But I was so certain that it existed. So what I'm trying to say is, I understand um, people who are conspiracy theorists, and I guess people who are very religious.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, and that brings us to the main part Because aren't,
1: aren't we all just looking for our Spider-Man toy? Well, that's it,
0: I was going to say. In, in a way, listeners, isn't Christ the Spider-Man toy <laughs> that we all feel like we've been looking for for our whole lives? Yeah. And much like Christ, Spider-Man wouldn't hurt his enemies, Phil. He would trap them in a, a web for the forces of judgment to discover them in the same way that christ will blah 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 you can fill in the rest
1: spider-man ironically wouldn't hurt a fly
0: (laughs) oh very nice that would be his main enemy wouldn't it the fly i wonder why didn't they never do that (laughs)
1: Well, because his if it's your natural prey, he's probably not an enemy. He's very very easily defeated. Well,
0: this is, that's why maybe that's why I was so. Imp- Whereas an octopus, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I've
1: never, that's hard. That's difficult for a spider. Do you think that they an octopus or a goblin? A, yeah, I, I can octopus. see a spider being taken to task.
0: Dr. Octopus, because they were like, well, what has more legs? <laughs> Equal or more numbers of legs? The centipede is the next villain. Of course. Yeah, a goblin, a spider versus a goblin.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's like. <laughs> Same with Batman, like Bat, Bat. Who's a natural enemy of the Bat? Oh, clowns. <laughs> and then Spiderman. What's a natural enemy of the goblins? I guess <laughs> I've never seen a spider defeat a goblin. That's true.
0: Yeah. So they must have a thing going. Yeah. The the whole clown clowns are clowns. Clowns are weirdly flexible because you have like the Joker is essentially a terrorism clown. Mm-hmm. Um. Ronald McDonald is a hamburger clown.
1: Hamburger clown, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Don't pigeonhole a clown. A clown can do anything. You've got a rodeo
0: clown. So that's a cowboy clown.
1: clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A clown that works the land. Old
0: school Joker Those is essentially they... a mafia clown. Yes. There's got to be um, more clowns than this. They're so flexible.
1: Well, they're mimes. Mimes? What is a mime clown? A mime clown, I guess, is like... An athlete clown because <laughs> they, they they use their body entirely. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, well, it's a, a clown for for people with black and white uh, TVs with no sound.
1: Right, so it's like an old old fashioned clown. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, A colorblind clown.
1: This sounds like the beginnings of a Pixar movie about a civilization of clowns. Yes, that, that only that only comes alive when you leave the circus. Yes, and they have their own economy and their own civilization society and history
0: it 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 would be like a pixar movie where um everyone's a clown and the little main character the little kid wants to be a mime and the dad is like you better speak up boy (laughs) no son of mine's gonna be a damn non-talker
1: a Although it would probably go the other way around, right? It's probably start black and white as a mime, like in a black and white world, and then he discovers the world of color. Yes, which is where the clowns live. Two
0: rival cities, mimes versus clowns.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. And and when he looks at his hand, instead of you know how in uh Back to the Future, this, his hand starts to blur out as he as he runs out of time. Yeah, yeah, and and in this movie, his his hands start to fill with color. Yes, yes and uh or like his nose his nose gets gradually red yeah he's that's trying to hide it oh no time.
0: don't come in mom and it's all like a kind of vague analogy to jacking it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: growing up rebelling I think I,
1: I don't even think we've just come up with the next Pixar it's so really good know. actually I mean it's better than At a lot point, of the shit that come definitely up definitely sell it to them yeah. yeah absolutely Well, that's pretty I bet in a month or two we're gonna see this movie trailer oh. and we're gonna go fuck we should have said patent pending which I was, I'm gonna say that now patent Pen-pending. pending
0: patent pending Writers Guild of America, I don't know. Yeah. If that happens then we're just going to have to get as many podbuds as possible to I don't know, murder everyone involved.
1: We could yeah, we we should we should join one of those bafflingly powerful American unions. Yes.
0: Yes, astonishingly powerful. This is
1: a great joke. Have you watched uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Yes, I have, but not for a long time. Uh, the, um, Titus's uh, boyfriend, who's a, a builder, um, he he he's like they always have jokes about how powerful their union is, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, at one point, he gets to spend a day with Titus, and he's like, oh yeah, um, uh, someone had a, it's someone's birthday today, so everyone gets a day off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you um, uh, Phil, if you had to be a clown or a mime, which would you be?
1: Mime, less work. Do you think so? I think so, because and you can be sad. It, it's more acceptable to just be sad. Like a mime can just sort of sit there and like hmm, put his put his you know his chin in his hand, like hmm, just sitting down like hmm, and people go ah yes, it's a it's an observation on on the futility of life. It, it's a. Uh, it, it's 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 noir <laughs> it's sophisticated but it, it, that's just how i spend my time anyway
0: yes except <laughs> now you'd be doing it yeah in a kind of um delicate white face
1: exactly With little exactly. crosses on your eyes that's right did you know this thing about how uh all clowns every clown's face is uh sort of copyrighted it's
0: uh they've got the eggs don't they
1: that's right, yeah. So every clown has to have an egg with their particular face paint painted on it. And it's all kept somewhere. Is in in France? I don't know. There's, there's this building somewhere full of eggs of all the clowns' faces. I think faces. it's in some weird
0: village in England.
1: Oh, is it England? I
0: don't know. I think I think
1: maybe it's like each country has its own clown egg face museum. I'm not sure. It's basically the that hall of faces on Game of Thrones. And- yeah,
0: yeah, I'd love it if the clown face temple was genuinely imposing.
1: Well, I can't imagine it's not a little unnerving.
0: Sure, but I reckon it's unnerving in that kind of way of like uh, oh god, look what's look 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 what Nana's done to the living room.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Whereas what I would like is if it had genuine like Athenian
1: pillars. Like huge. <laughs> right, like a clown Parthenon. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool.
0: Yes, Partha clowns.
1: The Partha the laughing the laughing
0: yeah. Oh, it's a shame comedy doesn't exist anymore, Phil, because that could be a terrible gig that we both
1: run. The laughing yeah. That, that sounds like a that genuinely sounds like a gig in Athens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. they will cover your flights, but it's only a hundred and fifty quid.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my good god! Hey, I, so I I played tennis this morning. You did what? I played tennis. I had a I played a little tennis this morning. Well, I hope
0: you disinfected the ball. (laughs) Each
1: time. Um, We used our hands, and then you have to lick your hand every time, like turning a page (laughs) of a book. Yep.
0: That's replaced the grunt. (laughs) Yeah. Horrible, horrible noises.
1: The last time I played tennis was when I was uh, 16 years old. Oh, yeah. At school, I played like one day of tennis and I was like, oh, this is all right. And then I never touched it again. And then this morning, me and a friend went down to a little, t- little nearby tennis court and played a bit of tennis. It was, gr- it was really, it was fun. It was so good. I might become a tennis guy. Did it, you know, did, but
0: like, did it work? Like, were you were you rallying, as they say?
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, we were, yeah, we, we, with my friends, she's played a bit more, so we were just like, Doing the basics, just. Uh... Oh, pardon me. Mm. We were just doing the basics, just doing like a bit of control, keeping it within the little box there, which I wasn't always doing. But yeah, we were. I was returning the shots and stuff, and uh, it might be my game. It's only taken me thirty years, but I might have finally found my game.
0: That's. I mean, I'm so impressed because I like. I tried to play tennis a couple of times growing up, and it was essentially. Hit this ball at your friend, who has to like walk over and stoop to pick it up, and he hits it back, <laughs> and then you have to walk to wherever that is and stoop to pick it up,
1: and that's it. It's right, yeah. It's the only sport I've ever played where straight away I'm like, this kind of looks like the sport. This kind of looks how like how it's supposed to look. Oh, like everything else I've tried <laughs> has been like, oh, you're you're trying to. I feel like I'm trying to invent a new game with the same equipment. Yeah, you you've you never get that feeling of.
0: I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, um, wouldn't it be tragic if like your sport, like like, if we imagine that everyone has a sport hit hidden, waiting for them to do it, that they're good at, like your PE teacher always told you was the case. Um, yes. It would be a shame if it was like, um, you know, bear baiting. Like it was something it was that you're never gonna do.
1: Baiting. Oh yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Like something medieval, I like would... like or even like archery. Like when like how many people have honestly shot a bow?
1: I always had this very Right, I've shot a bow before. It's not as fun as I thought it would be. It's... It was it was right it was right after it was in Malaysia and it was right after <laughs> Lord of the Rings came out, and suddenly everyone wanted to be an archer because of Legolas. <laughs> and yeah, and I gave it to go a friend of mine did it. Um actually a good friend of mine, do you know do you ever meet Nick? Yeah, I Nick know. Ashman. Nick. Yeah. He um he's a... Uh, yeah, he, he like he was an archer. He, he 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 shot I don't know how he arched, he shot arrows. He's the quiet know. ones. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, I think Nick listens to the uh podcast, so hi Nick. hi Nick. Uh but also he won't mind me saying he does have a touch of the uh, we need to talk about Kevin <laughs> quality about him. <laughs> So <laughs> 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 quiet old It is Nick, always the quiet one.
0: <laughs> finding the best spots in school to shoot arrows from.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, so I did a bit of archery, but it's kinda of, I remember it being kinda of surprisingly painful. On the old back. On the old shoulder, yeah, yeah. and on the back and the arm there.
0: Have you ever seen um, the skeletons of the Longbowmen from the the Mary Rose?
1: What's the Mary Rose? It's
0: um, a Tudor warship that sank. It was like the, the sort of mega battleship thing. It was huge. It had nine decks or something insane. Wow! And they found it sank, and they found a they found it, and they dredged it, and they they were looking at the skellies, the skeletons. Mm. Yeah, um, the skeletons, the and then the skeletons that were the longbowmen that had sort of arrows near them or had a longbow in their hand, whatever the hell. The the right hand side of like their upper back and shoulder was like so distended, like so big. What the like the bones? Were- yeah, the but bo- like you could see in their bones that it was like. That's how they could tell they were longbowmen, because they were like, you could see here the the massive overdevelopment of very specific muscles to do with pulling, like, a Mm. 200-pound weight to fire an arrow.
1: Yeah. Gosh.
0: Because to pull that much weight back... People
1: used to have to be so
0: strong. Oh, man.
1: It's it's your (laughs) entire
0: back. Having to pull this ridiculous thing apart and fire a stick at someone.
1: It's funny, because, like... In Rome, Total War, the archers always look kind of weedy. They always look like the most snivelling sort of because <laughs> yes, they, all, they do. and because they have to run away because they have to run away whenever <laughs> infantry come near. Yes, they, they just look pathetic. So you can, I can't really imagine them being very strong. They've always, of course, they must have. Yeah, been. they've always given them like little, thin little arms. Yeah, yeah, but they must have looked like fucking Quasimodo.
0: Yeah, they in, instead and yeah, like you say, yeah, Total War, they always look like uh, little little nerds with their shooty guns. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a real soldier, like, with a big sword. Yeah, that's true. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it.
2: To find out if it's right for you.
1: But on the subject of like n- never finding the thing you liked, I always had this rather dark joke of I never made it, managed to make it work. But it was, it was like I, I was it was my attempt at the at the sh- um, baby shoes for sale never worn. Yeah, you know, like a short sad story of someone giving up on life, jumping off a building. And only then realizing they're really into skydiving. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Is that like I couldn't never think of a finger out a pithy way of of wording That's it. That's pretty pithy.
0: Really? It's quite it's quite funny with stand-up. I often find that when I'm trying to explain a concept or a joke to a friend that hasn't worked because I can't phrase it, I phrase it really well.
1: Right, because you you all cause you instinctively distill it down to its essential idea yeah, and
0: you're not tr- like trying
1: anymore you're just going oh it's this thing yeah 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 yeah. it's this thing about and then a good summation of the idea
0: actually speaking speaking of which phil we've talked about this on the podcast before Co- comedy in your dreams did you dream a joke i dreamt some some observational comedy that i don't think makes sense
1: okay go for but it in the
0: dream oh it was great and it was kind it was of cras- like crushing it yeah so um, you know how on TV or in the world of adverts, like, different different um, jobs or roles often have different accents? So, like, a guy driving a white van will always have, like, a sort of cockney voice.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, for listeners outside the UK, this is a real British phenomenon that even a lot of British people aren't aware of. For example, so many banking adverts have soft Scottish Edinburgh accents because the Scots are hugely associated especially the edinburgh accent is hugely associated with trustworthiness and, and caution That's right and wise
1: and strategy or whatever they, they're very trustworthy and then anything that needs to appear rustic or english is a sort of gruff but ultimately soft northern voice yes yeah because because you go well what reason would well, they have to trick me yeah. they live in the north <laughs> yes they're a man of the soil Yes, yes, yes. They're, they're true Englishmen. They don't know any city ways of lies and tricks. Yes, yeah, that's very much it. Yeah.
0: So basically... <laughs> and,
1: then, and, then, and, then, and then a southern sort of Cockney accent. Yeah, it seems to me essentially confined to betting and gambling. It's uh,
0: betting, gambling. Uh, it's anything that you do in the halftime of a football game. Takeaway pizza, beer, gambling.
1: <laughs> right, yes. New yes.
0: Domino's mighty sausage in your face. Oh. <laughs> Put a tenor on and have a slice of sausage.
1: Yes, yes, a manly yeah, that's right. So sort of gross manly stuff has always got a southern accent. Like McCoy's man Chris. Yeah. That was that was very <laughs> Yeah, that's a Southern thing, isn't it? Right, so we've distilled it essentially. It's trustworthiness, Scottish, um Englishness a uh, northern, manliness, southern. Yeah, I mean those those are the the main food groups as far as I can see. Yeah, so it, and so yeah,
0: so it was based around that kind of thing, and in my dream in my brain, and it was in the kind of those dreams where you're kind of sixty uh, percent asleep, forty percent awake, a bit yep. a bit like when you have the flu.
1: Yeah, um, not, not nice. I was trying
0: to apply the accent thing to family relationships, like roles within the family.
1: Yes, okay. So, yeah. I this is where it starts to get a little abstract, yeah, but yeah. yeah I'm, really I'm, I'm, abstract. I'm listening. I'm staying with you. So, every mum is northern. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so the premise is: well, this is adverts for families, or this is an actual families. I, every mother is y- well, just like
0: the, the the I don't know the vibe, the the zeitgeist of every mum in the UK, like cultural mum. So right,
1: so the archetype, yeah, the platonic ideal of the mum is northern Yeah.
0: Oh, would you like okay. some more bread, love?
1: Okay. Uh, yes. Now you say it out loud. Um, yes. 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 This is sounds like a good bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. So go on. Every
0: mum is northern, right? Yeah. Like oh, I don't know about that. Oh, it's all very sort of kitchen sink drama. Um yep. every dad is Cockney or like estuary accent.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: every dad is like that. I mean and
1: and I preempted that, didn't I, with my manly well, adverts. That's
0: it, yeah. Every dad yeah. has to have that voice and have a kind of a job that makes people who work in offices feel insecure.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And then uh the last one I wrote down, and I, I kind of remember how this made sense, but this is where it goes off track. <laughs> All the grandparents are Scottish. I
1: like that, you know, because a lot of grandparents are Scottish. Well, they, well, my grand was Scottish. Um, yes, and like a lot of people I've known, and and I feel dated. I've always had a, at least one Scottish grandmother. And it's also <laughs> it's like where grandmothers are made. Scotland.
0: It's probably also like uh, you know M- Professor McGonagall from Harry Potter as well. That was probably in there somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about that, dear.
1: Maybe it's the Scottish widow culture. Yes, Scottish widow tradition. Yes, Um, of murdering a husband.
0: Yes, and also a lot of Scottish treats are like proper grandmother treats, like uh, Tunnock's tea cakes. Of course. And uh, tablet.
1: Tablet. What's tablet? Tablet. You've never. You've been going to the fringe and you haven't been eating tablet. I've never noticed tablet. I know my Tunnocks. You know your Tunnocks. Tablet is that stuff that
0: looks like fudge, but it's not fudge. It's much better than fudge. Okay. It's like hyper sweet.
1: Gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically yeah. Okay.
0: condensed milk. It's so good. Delish. Um and then I there was more, but I forgot. I think in my delirious state I was go I was pretty happy with Northern Mums and Cockney Dads. Um and then Northern
1: Mums and Cockney Dads. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Scottish grandparents nice. came in and they went, oh okay. And then I seemed I think I was thinking of like, what's your your brother? You know? <laughs> yeah. Every all the brothers are what Welsh. Is your bro- I think brothers are Geordie. Ooh, that's interesting.
1: That's interesting. Brothers are Geordie and sisters are Scouse. <laughs> <laughs> sisters are Scouse. Maybe sisters are Scouse. Your aunt is Welsh. Yeah. And your uncle... He's from the West... Country. No, your
0: uncle's from Birmingham. West country...
1: I was going to say Cornwall. Oh, really? Maybe Cornwall. I was going to say your uncles are... F- I think West Country. Your uncles are from West Country. Mm. What? Well, uncles are from Somerset. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's from Birmingham? Your cousins are all from Birmingham.
1: Cos, yes, very good. Cousins are all from Birmingham. <laughs> yes, I think we've got it down.
0: <laughs> it's a good bit. It's, it's, it goes on for ages. People are going to like it.
1: I think. I don't think that's a pretty good bit.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to delete it. I'm keeping the note. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely, definitely. Whereas I had a dream last night in which someone called me handsome, and that's all I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> a lady called me handsome, and I really liked it, and then I <laughs> that's all I can remember. Nice.
0: That, <laughs> that is such a, a crushing lockdown dream.
1: <laughs> You're very handsome. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, it's the morning.
0: <laughs> oh, my dreams are so wild and tumultuous. That's funny. I had a I had a dream. I I this doesn't count as a dream joke but in the sense that I didn't it wasn't a, a joke I came up with during a dream, but um the other day I had a very long dream that was like just a day of lockdown.
1: Oh no, you dreamt yourself an extra day of lockdown. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the cruelest dream you could possibly have. Yeah. It was literally
0: just a dream about lockdown stuff happening to me during a day. It
1: is cr- it is not how some dreams genuinely last a day. They are a- you-, you know, you spend a whole day in a dream. Yeah,
0: you wake up exhausted. You've already had a day.
1: It's yeah, it's really astonishing. Yeah, you wake up and it's time for I- bed. I've only recently watched in my <laughs> In my uh, my grand tradition of only watching things recently that I should have watched ages ago, yes, I watched uh, *Spirited Away*. Oh, did you finally? Did you watch? Have you seen *Spirited Away*? Of course, I'm a nerd. Sure, I have. It's. And *Spirited Away*, I realize afterwards, is it's an excellent depiction of a very long dream. You know what I mean. Everything about it feels like a dream that you you have that goes on forever. Yeah, weird dream logic. The way logic. the way characters change, and the logic and what you accept implicitly, are very dreamlike.
0: Yes. Well, and we've discussed before how many implicit assumptions Japanese media demands of you to accept.
1: That's right. Yes. 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 Like, yeah, the boy can become a dragon, and he's chased by paper dolls. Yeah, and you go, oh no, the paper dolls have got him. Like you've never seen paper dolls before in your life, but you know that these ones are hurting <laughs> yeah, the like... dragon, and the dragon is the boy. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. And you go,
1: God, better get him in here and get him away from the paper dolls, which are also a witch who is the sister of the witch that is currently keeping me captive. But the one that is paper dolls is actually a bit nicer, but right now she's being very mean. And and you go in a dream. I I, re- I can re- I feel like I remember having dreams with that exact log- logic. Totally.
0: And in dreams where you just go, I don't know who they were, but they were my friends from primary school. Yeah. Because your dream just goes, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, these guys.
1: Yeah. And and I think that's what I actually found so impressive about it as a film. It's the most accurate representation of what it is like to have a very long dream.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because if that was all written down, it might seem too much like a dream without the, the aid of like such incredible visuals.
1: Hmm. Although I'm a bit torn on the Studio Ghibli visuals because sometimes it looks wonderful, but then sometimes they'll be like, like, her, like her parents in Spirited Away. Like they, for one, they don't look Japanese at all. I don't know where they're supposed to be from, <laughs> and and uh, and they they're just kind of awkward and unpl- like they're not very nice drawings. But I think I think I think maybe the, the Studio Ghibli are like bored when they have to draw a person they're like ah, I don't know like this. But when they draw, you know, a river dragon, they're like, "Well, of course, you'd, you'd on on this scale, you, it would have a, a, this pattern, and on the next scale." And they go really go to town on the more mythical things. But people, they're like, yeah. "I don't know, it's got a fucking can't mouth." Be bothered. You know, there's a mouth and a head. I don't know legs. <laughs> yeah. So the the people end up looking weirder than the fucking, you know, mud beasts and stuff. Well,
0: maybe that's it, Phil. Maybe people are actually worse
1: than the mud beasts. Yeah. Interesting, interesting, Pierre. I never looked at it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 very good. It's like you say, quite feverish and strange. Um, mm. it always the food always looks incredible.
1: That's a thing, is it? Whoa. Yeah, that's the subculture of Studio Ghibli. Is the food looks so delicious? The way it flops about and glistens. Oh, it's shiny. It always looks so good, and the way they just and they just fill their mouth with rice and fish and stuff and it it's got looks so steam mmm and the way they sizzle on the pan just right and yeah it's lovely they absolutely
0: smash it not like South Park with it's lumps
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I always remember finding it disgusting in early Simpsons episode where
1: they sit round for family dinner and, not- and- nothing more <laughs> horrific than an early Simpsons episode
0: <laughs> oh, hello Bart
1: horrible awful voices and they sit around. Yeah. It's like someone's done a a cheap ripoff of the Simpsons. Yeah. 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 You check the packet
0: and it's, it's called the five Impsons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or just the yellow family or something. You go, Oh yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And then they're all talking like, and then the food they eat is just like beige, a beige pile of like fluff on their plate. (laughs) it's just like nothing and then of course they all eat only with one fork and with their mouths open which my parents like my parents didn't mind rudeness too much on cartoons but that they will like turn it off what what rudeness well like like so any kind of rudeness like if it was just like a character was being an asshole that that was like no whatever and like even a very small amount of say swearing when i was a bit older but when the simpsons chewed with their mouths open <laughs> and they're all just going, Om, nom, nom, and, and like splooshing it into their horrible yellow faces.
1: And is that where your own misophonia comes from? Well, definitely. Your, in, is, is that the birthplace of your own I've, mouth bigotry <laughs> that I've had to deal with all these years? <laughs>
0: well, I think so. Well, I mean, it definitely just comes from my parents, but it was definitely used via things like that.
1: Mm, yeah, it was mm. definitely.
0: It's definitely like. Oh, it's definitely learned. It's definitely learned. And it's uh well it's, it's 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 cultural, I mean, as well, with the old noodle slurps you're supposed to do.
1: That's right. I was teaching my friend noodle slurps just the other day. I made I, I, I my my cooking's been I have to say Pierre yeah, pretty good. I improvised a, a sober noodle soup with leftover chicken and I used like a bit of the bone to start the broth with. Ooh. And I had like ginger in it and coriander and oh, It was delish. But then I was like, you have to do it like this. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) One of of my happiest memories from a trip to Japan was just going into like a cheap and cheerful little noodle place. Like noodle soup place, udon soup. And it was just full of, you know, businessmen on their own just going... (laughs) Just God. on the lunch break, just like get it would have been your absolute nightmare, but I loved it. And I just thought about the guy who works there, the cook, who makes the chef who makes all the noodles every all day. That That's a soundtrack to his life. It's... plink a dink, plink a blonk a blonk. I got a mas plink a dink, plink a donk a dink, plink a mas plink a dink, plink a dink, like you know, 12, tw- tw- nine hours a day, every day. Do you think,
0: um. Well, to, to be fair, to be fair, over the long career that you and I have had, and will hopefully continue to have, of going to good Asian food places, mm. what's clear to me about slurping the noodles and, and ramen and so on is that it's an essential part of the actual, like, way to get the most out of the food.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like... Also, slur- slurping the noodles is what it's called when you've um, you have really gone headfirst into East Asian culture. <laughs> It's like it's like drinking of the Kool-Aid. Oh yeah, he's he's really slurping the noodles. <laughs> what
0: what happened to Bill? Oh, he's really slurped the noodles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, moved to Korea. The guy hasn't I had really f- slurped the noodles. Guy hasn't had plain food in years. <laughs> uh, but it's it's cause like you're not gonna get the some of the like the so, so much of the flavor is in the broth and you're not gonna get the broth without a bit of slurpy slurp.
1: Well yeah exactly yeah so I
0: accept i like I've come to completely accept it in the sense that it's genuinely it's pragmatic, it's not like a manners choice
1: right, yes yes, yes. in the same and because way, it is good manners in the culture exactly, yeah, like it's and it's what enough. the
0: people who made the food, if it's really an authentic place would expect, so that's also part of politeness, like I'm not so insane that I want people to eat like a banana with a knife and fork, you know because mm-hmm. it's impractical, that's just silliness, um yeah. So yeah, I've I've become I've become slurp I'm slurp positive now.
1: Have you seen that uh, slurp, slurp positive? <laughs> I'm done slurping <laughs> anymore. Have you seen that uh, video that did quite well on on online recently of a, of a, a macaque maybe peeling a banana and pulling off all the sinewy bits, pulling off
0: the stringies from the banana.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's and and, and it's so picky. Mm -mm. it's one of those moments where you go i'm not an asshole nature agrees (laughs) there's something kind of comforting about that unless the truth is it's a macaque in captivity and the influence of pernickety humans has been so great that you now even macaques are pulling pulling the stringy bits off of bananas
0: i did i did think like what what kind of jungle macaque is is just like a like because like like to be to be wild to be in nature is almost defined by a constant need for just food like there's never enough mm. so i did mm-hmm. think like who's
1: who who is this who does this fucking monkey think he is <laughs> but then if you're, if you're a dominant enough species if you're a good enough animal then i guess you get a lot of like downtime i mean what does the macaque really have to do all day so aside from eat a banana and pick bugs out of its kids head, it's not in a rush it's not in a rush it's
0: already doing what it's going to do that day which is being a macaque
1: like there's some animals out there who are basically the fugitive their entire <laughs> life they're just on the run or they're born on the run <laughs> born on the this... run
0: is a great name for something <laughs>
1: They were just born as prey, and they're like, "Oh God!" From the second they're born, they're like, their parents are just like, "Come on, we've got to keep it moving! Come on, come on, come on, come on!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't get a second's rest. They're,
0: literally, like, uh, their first moments on Earth as a living being are like um, in an action thriller where someone's like, "There's no time to explain. Get in the chopper!"
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, those men aren't the police. A d- like a rabbit or a a, a small deer or a fucking. Worm or a like a fish, one of those f- like a salmon yeah. is always like oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's why
0: they've always got such wide eyes.
1: Yeah, and always wriggling. Just yeah. <laughs> 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 exhausting being a salmon. It does look exhausting. Whereas, like a lion is just like I'll eat that later.
0: Do, do you think um Do you think lions are like that because that's just what it's like to have an all meat diet. <laughs> you're just like it's so hot
1: <laughs> yeah for, my, my, my kingdom for a salad <laughs> In the, oh, just a salad and a rose would be nice oh god is it steak again thanks sweetheart oh god <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly yes exactly mm. I, what's what's the mo, what's the word? Do you think that's why animals like rabbits fuck so quickly? Because they're just like oh, quick, 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 quick,
1: quick go. <laughs> yeah, every every all sex when you're a rabbit is a quickie, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no tantric rabbits. Yeah, there's no rabbit like getting on top <laughs> and like riding out a guy. it's, like, lusciously. It's always just on the run, (laughs) just in a closet, like, under a bridge, like, go, 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 go. If you... What would
0: you do, right? Imagine this, right? You're a farmer, okay? And Mm. you've got your big, like, knobbly wooden walking stick and you're striding across the hills of your farming area. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) you've got your binoculars, you know? You're out for a nice (laughs) walk and you go, wait, what's... What's it? And you look through the binoculars, and there's a, a rabbit riding another <laughs> rabbit cowgirl style.
1: <laughs> You'd call the police. What would you do? <laughs> you, yeah, like she's holding up, and she's like playing with her ears, like holding her ears. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then they see, they see that they you shine your torch on them. The Farmer shines his torch on them, and they're like, "Huh?" huh? And they run away. And it's like, wait. I swear, I just saw that... Wh- yeah, you'd be freaked the hell out. It would, you'd
0: retire? Because <laughs> <laughs> you could never go to the pub with all the other farmers and be like... <laughs> or you saw quite
1: the thing today? Because <laughs> they'd never believe you. That's true. If you ever saw animals doing any other position other than doggy style, you would you would have nightmares for years. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you saw cows doing can you imagine cows doing missionary? <laughs> it's the most horrible thing I've ever imagined. <laughs> There'd be no angle.
0: They're all too big, aren't they? The I think just they to- could
1: still fit. I think they I think missionary they could they could do missionary. Cows could do missionary. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe if they got the. I right... guess birds birds kind of do missionary. They have to because that's where their pads are. have yeah. That rub pads. Weird they?
0: bird fuck. Well, like when
1: I think some fish even do missionary, which is nuts.
0: Well, they just kind of explode all over
1: each other, don't they? I think they're different. There's some. There's some like salmon. The lady squirts when a when a lady salmon and a a boy salmon love each other very much. <laughs> the lady salmon just sort of squirts her eggs into some rocks and then the, and he goes yeah you deal with that and then the man someone comes and yeah. like, says he has to pull out a magazine full of fish in it and he <laughs> has a little imagine, wank and he squirts imagine if that's how his,
0: humans did it where you just walked into an alleyway
1: and there are a lot of eggs and you go ha ha, ha. <laughs> yes also I've just had this thought I like fish sperm do fish sperm look like little people <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works um. Yeah. They they look like tiny uh, synchronized swimmers. Do they? Yeah. Do the do, do guy fish call their sperm uh, my walkers? <laughs> yeah, they
0: jog. My joggers. They look yeah. like they jog. Yeah, they're just jo- a light jog towards the eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you look at fish s- semen under microscope, it's just loads of people. Go
0: <laughs> but but they're jogging at that pace where like someone's trying to cross the road a bit faster as a favour to a car. Right.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of half job. Yeah, they, 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 they give you a little wave through the microscope. All right. <laughs> Cheers, sorry. Yep. <laughs> just off to the egg. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Imagine the relief of being that farmer and spending years being like, I'm telling you, with the rabbits on my land, they're different. <laughs> they make love.
1: They make love. They like, don't just fuck, they make love. Like I've never even
0: seen. And then... Eventually someone, like, everyone's laughing at you. It's like that scene from uh, Beauty and the Beast. You know, crazy old Maurice.
1: It's true, they did, they dated cowgirl. (laughs) I saw them fuck with lots of love. No way, who say, he's lost his marbles. (laughs) I guess the rabbit's on my farm... Are different,
0: <laughs> 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 and then eventually, I, I've seen it too.
1: The relief, go! We've come up with two great kids' films today, brilliant kids' films, really good children's films: Clowns vs. Mimes
0: and, and l- Rabbit Love, Rabbits on Top,
1: Rabbits on Top, and The Beast. I don't know, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Beauty and the Rabbit sounds like a different kind of film.
1: But I mean it's not like Disney hasn't played an important role in this in this tradition. I mean the sexy foxes from Robin Hood, are you kidding? Oh. Oh mate, their their sex tape would do so well. Who wouldn't want to watch that? They'd be they'd be the new Kardashians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. They're not even yeah, so good. Robin Hood's not even wearing pants. Robin, yeah, they're they're already ready, ready, ready and raring to go. Them and Winnie the Pooh. Yes, well, that's the funny thing, isn't it? Is that that Robin Hood fox is so sexy, but it's very
0: rare for a man to be able to carry off a covered top and a bare bottom.
1: That's right. It's not a sexy that's combo. Right. It isn't.
0: It's not a sexy combo. Yes, I, yeah. Disney have a lot to answer for when it comes to all the 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 sexy animals they've made and all the kind of like sexy animal enthusiasts that you might find online that are referenced in memes.
1: What memes? You
0: got all the furries, right? They uh, dress up in those
1: suits. Oh yeah. And bronies? Is that quite yeah. an old thing bronies? Yeah, the like bronies guys into thing my little pony.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Very surreal. I've never I've never my my younger sister was into My Little Pony and I've never I never thought oh, I'd love to be mates with them.
1: Right, yeah.
0: But then maybe I I wasn't yeah. trying. Maybe it's my fault.
1: Well, maybe you need to open your mind, Granddad. <laughs> You're st- stick in the mud. <laughs> Shall we have a look at some correspondence? Yes, let's do that. Ring, to letters, keep letters, emails, phone, letters, correspondence. correspondence. Uh,
0: correspondence it's correspondence um we're going to we we we're going to do a correspondence special next week listeners and maybe quite a few of them maybe we should just try and break the goddamn back of this thing
1: yeah i mean <laughs> it's become um a fast amount of times we've said we're finally going to get to the bottom of this mailbag. I mean we we never do. No. It's 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 kind of like was it the Golden Gate Bridge our mailbag? Yes. As soon as we're done but it's, reading but it is refilled again. Golden
0: Gate it's like some gr- Golden Gate Bri- Golden Gate Bridge that's been covered in shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the time you you've cleaned the shit off the of Golden Gate Bridge, you have to start again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um so uh, uh Bill gets in touch.
1: Uh, Bill uh, talk to Phil.
0: There you go. Uh, hello, PNP included. Nice. I like that. Nice. As a founding farter, Taco tweeter, and a previous emailer of authoritarian thoughts, I thought I'd get in touch. Um, you mentioned recently, so this is actually a recent one I, I picked. <clears throat> hmm mm-hmm. You mentioned recently about universities going bust without international students. Uh, yeah. it is literally my job to persuade these students to come here. Ah. Uh, primarily, I used to travel around India promoting the university I work for. Now I get wow. to travel around California, persuading Americans to travel here.
1: That's not a bad gig, yeah. is it? And he says, "Yes, we are nice all one. fucked currently." Yeah, gosh. And what a oh, what a sweet gig to lose. Yeah, what a what a shame. Any any just traveling around go. the world, going, "Hey, psst, hey, you want a degree?" <laughs> like he just opens up his coat and just loads of degrees. Hey, psst, hey, you want a degree?
0: Hey, kids, you want uh, you want your education to get a little
1: higher. <laughs> I got M fills. I've got B size. I've got BAs. Whatever you want. You want an MA? It's going to take me a little more time, but yeah, I can do that.
0: <laughs> you want a jurisprudence? I got a couple in the back. I could, uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, of course. So he says, we're all fucked Doesn't we? um He says, I have a few stories, both poo and non-poo themed, but I thought I would garnish your day with a poo story. <laughs> Garnish our day.
1: That's very funny. Uh,
0: That took place in Mumbai.
1: This is a higher education poo story. That's right. This is a poo story that has
0: come with an invigilator.
1: Yes, the poo more travelled by.
0: (laughs) Uh, So a poo story that uh, took place in Mumbai. Not a Delhi belly, but a Bombay belly. Although an alliteration which I think everyone likes, but the colonial alliteration doesn't have the same ring to it. Will uh, we get rid of Bombay named products next? Now... I've been told by Indian people that they still say Bombay.
1: This is that, yeah. Is is that sort of thing? It's like, just because some place has a new name doesn't mean the people there like it or that it was given to them under any nicer circumstances. Like Burma is a much nicer name than Myanmar, I would say. Yeah, and and it's it's not like the people who took over Burma were not a vicious military hunter. So it's like. Huh. What what name do you go with?
0: Yeah, I have heard that the the, the Myanmar thing was, like, by the the demand of, like, the evil military dictatorship, genocidal dictatorship. So you go, well, is that the same? Is that good? I don't know. Maybe Mm. we should be like Mr. Burns and just talk about, like, Siam and Prussia. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) deliberately fuck it up as old as possible so people think you're just mad. Um, Anyway. Uh, so now this story starts with me working with educational agents. They essentially push students to go to certain universities, and we as a university pay them a commission on every student enrolled.
1: Oh, okay. A bounty, if wow. you will, Phil. Yeah. Uh,
0: it varies per institution, but it can be anything between 10 to 25% of first year fees. Oh, that's loads. Wow. 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 Mm. Um, now I often have to go to dinner
1: and sit having conversations and so on with these agents. And a lot wait, wait, wait! The agents, co- the agents' commission is ten to, to no, 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 yeah. Oh no, first year fees. Well, no, are, are they not saying? Is he not saying for the university? Uh, uh, foreign students make up ten to twenty five percent of first year fees going into the university. No, no, no!
0: This is the commission paid to the agents. Really?
1: Yeah, that's loads. Okay. Um... Now, I often have to go to dinner and sit having
0: chats with these agents, and a lot of food comes past me, and I have to politely eat whatever is placed in front of me. I'm a vegetarian when I travel, as it is easier to explain, and you get away with not having to eat various awful products. Uh, clever. Once you
1: can eat extremely well as a vegetarian in the Indian subcontinent.
0: Yes. And he says, but I still have to eat, eat, and eat whatever is given to me for risk of offending any party. Mm. Uh, now I am in Mumbai and we go to a restaurant that specializes in street food, lovely food, all different dishes. Um, uh, now after a few hours of general food malaise and discussions about a London university business degree, I begin to feel a bit worse for wear. Like I have been squeezed in the stomach and I just need to go to the toilet. So I get Mm -hmm. up from the table and excuse myself and ask a staff member where the toilet is. There is no toilet, I'm informed. I'm confused. A restaurant without a toilet. I ask my agent to help me out, and I'm informed that there is a toilet and not just a west just not a uh, just not a western toilet think French service station style, just a hole in the ground
1: um, oh yes, classic squatter yeah
0: he says uh I approach the toilet with trepidation, but to my surprise, I'm quite adept at using this
1: approach to emptying my bowels. no real problem it's I think it's supposed to be a bit better. I think the orientation is actually, that, that it puts your body in is actually more closer to how we're naturally supposed to put Well, there
0: was that squatty potty. Oh. remember that that step you could buy
1: oh yes yes yes, yes and yes, it yes.
0: puts your legs up in front of you on the on the bog so you're doing like a crouch without crouching
1: yeah like a frog in it mm. <laughs> yes
0: um da-da-da-da-da. the bog frog that's
1: what they should have called it the bog, frog. the
0: bog frog that's a good mystical creature
1: <laughs> yeah that's like something from uh the later Harry Potter books. Yeah. Which is running out of ideas. Running out of ideas. Then <laughs> then there was a bo- a bog
0: frog. Um and it had a wand, I don't know. Um Yes, so it was all that was all sort of fine, he says. Uh he says my real problem came later in the evening. I had a trouser touching journey from South Mumbai to the centre of the city back to my hotel, and I made it. So it was all fine. The problem came in the evening. I plainly and simply shit the bed.
1: Mm. Thanks for keeping it simple, Bill. Yeah,
0: I was sleeping peacefully one second, and the next, I was in a malaise of shit. <laughs> a malaise. Yes. <laughs> a miasma. Yeah. Watery. A panopticon. Bile, he says. Oof! Yikes! With a similar colour to Session IPA.
1: Oh. <gasps> oh, I can see that so clearly. Uh, dark yellow brown. That's such a good reference point. Oof. Yeah. Because it it's got a bit of froth as well. Yeah. You know. From the sheer force. Yeah, ugh. Horrible. I've grossed myself out there. Yeah. yeah. And he,
0: he, he, he continues, it was bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, of that saying. It
0: seeped through the mattress protector into the mattress. Oh. No, Bill. Oh. I stripped the bed and went and sat on the toilet. I rang housekeeping from the bathroom as there was a phone in the bathroom and the brown muck was still seeping from me.
1: That's how, that's how regularly this happens. <laughs> the hotel manager's like, we're going to have to stop putting the phones in the bathrooms because... <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were just saying, look, we don't know what it is, but white people come here and they've just burst.
1: <laughs> These, they pop
0: like fucking turd balloons. We haven't got a clue.
1: Put it in the loo. <laughs> you know what? Put the TV in the loo. We have ensuite to- uh, telephones. Yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. Um. So there's a fan in the bathroom. Uh, he says they would be up as quick as possible to change the sh- uh, the sheets. Now I was in quite a posh hotel. Nice bathroom. View from the bath into the bedroom with a nice piece of glass. Lovely. Um. But I had forgotten to lower the blind in the bathroom, so I was in full view of my own bed and my toilet. Uh. uh full view of my bed and my toilet. Uh, uh, I realized this too late. As the housekeeping came in, they saw a fully naked me (laughs) with some poo placed upon me, (laughs) scrambling for the blinds (laughs) and a bathrobe. (laughs) I
1: slipped and fell on the floor. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, better save some dignity. What, what, (laughs) what? Oh,
0: no. Um, so he slips and falls on the floor. Uh, I lay in a heap on the floor in full view while the staff were changing the sheets of my recently ruined bed. The staff, ever so polite and ever so cur- courteous, uh, entered my bathroom and dutifully replaced my towels that I had placed around myself by this point and left a little business oh. card saying, your room was cleaned by Abishek. <laughs> please apologize to Abishek. Please please pay his family a restitution every day for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill says, "Thank you, Abhishek, for stepping into the war zone of my brown missiles." Yes, indeed.
1: Um, Man. He says, "This was the, in week one, like, like Oma, Omaha Beach. The flap on the <laughs> boat just <laughs>
0: you can't stay on the beach." He says, I was in week one of a three-week trip. Uh, I was booked to stay in this hotel again at the end of the trip, too. And when I rechecked in weeks later, uh, from what he says, the staff had provided me with the Indian version of Imodium and a hydrating salts on my pillow.
1: Wow. How nice is oh, that? Oh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. They were yeah. like, we
0: remember you, the bum explosion man.
1: Ah, yes. The brown, uh, the the water balloon full of brown liquid, Yes. Do you remember you? Yes. Uh, the water balloon full of session hail. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like this. Is is there anything
0: like the kindness of strangers in a scenario like that?
1: Mm, when you need them the most.
0: Ah, uh, when you when you the most need someone to not be like, oh my
1: god. Yeah, you feel like you're in a Bible story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The parable
0: of the shitter. (laughs) Ah, the prodigal poor. Yes. Yeah, has returned. And yea, the the man who hath helped the shitter did make no mention of the smell or ye mess. (laughs) For it was known to the man that both he and the shitter would receive their due
1: in the kingdom of God. Um... I remember a story that, uh, that Bill reminded me of. So trying to keep your your eating requirements simple when eating abroad. Yes. Um, as someone I know, he's sort of a, a live comedy producer and he travels around a lot. Um, but he's surprisingly uh, uh, fussy about what he eats for someone who travels so much. Yeah. And he was in China once and he was at a Chinese dinner and he doesn't like, he doesn't eat fish of any kind. He's one of these people can't eat any seafood. And they presented him at dinner with a, a, a big fish, like a big Chinese style steamed fish, just, sort of, just like lying on some black beans or whatever. I'm sure it was delicious, but it's just like the, like the nightmare if you don't like seafood, just a full fish laying in Yeah, looking at you. And. And so he said, oh, no, I can't I can't eat this, I'm afraid, I don't. Because the nice thing about Chinese people is, you know, they're, they're really into their eating requirements. And so if you say, like, oh, I don't eat a particular type of food, they're like, oh, of course, of course, and they take it away. Okay. And so, so he said, I don't eat seafood, I don't eat seafood. And they're like, oh, of course, of course. And they, so they took the fish away. And then they came back with another fish. And they handed it to him. Just there, like that. And he went, oh, no, sorry, I... I can't I can't eat this. I, I I don't eat seafood. And they said, "Oh no, yeah, it's fine. This is from a river." <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's how that's how specific Chinese eating requirements can get. Where they go, "Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, we'll get you nothing from the sea. This is from a river." That's amazing. Completely so different. Did they think he was doing that kind of Chinese thing of like, "Oh no, stuff from the
0: sea has a hot energy and I need cold Absolutely.
1: energy." Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. They, the, 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 you say, oh, I've got arthritis now, so I'm not eating anything out of this. It, that's it, from seawater. Yes. Living in seawater. And they go, yeah, of course, yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. The wrong energy for my whole thing over here.
1: Yeah, there's, there's this um idea of heatiness I, I grew up with. You don't want your body to get too heaty. And some, some foods make you very heaty. Yeah. And some foods, foods combat the heatiness. You- so if you just said seafood makes me very, very heaty, they go, yes, of course. Yeah. Here's something from a river. Do you do you remember that um I think it was you and me. We were speaking to a,
0: a a couple who I think one was like Chinese Chinese and one was British Chinese.
1: When and where was this? Oh, was it someone's birthday?
0: It was in oh no, maybe basically what it was was this guy's wife was like Chinese as in like from China Chinese. Mm. And he'd gone and like visited their like their whole, you know, extended family. This is my husband kind of thing. And mm. um he was he was saying that like none of them could believe that Westerners drank like water with ice in and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Because they
0: were like, that's so dangerous. That's so bad for you. You all get the flu. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Cold drinks are not really on. After when I went, yeah, when I went to China, you always drank hot water. Yeah. If you didn't, if you like, you didn't fancy drinking anything, you like, I'll just have some water, and it would just come by default hot. And I got really into it, and, it's, and I'm now kind of addicted to hot water. I, I love it. If it's late at night and I want a hot drink, I just have hot water. It's great. Oh, that's it's really calming. Good idea. Nice I, I've been
0: overcaffeinating myself like a mad thing. Yeah, man. Um, we got a little. We got a little email from Lewis. Lewis, tell us about your poois. Well, so uh, another your uh, another more recent one. Uh, Lewis says hi PNP. Um. In this week's episode, you mentioned the architecture of New Broadcasting House, the pedo statues. Oh, yeah. So he says, Little Tommy Robinson was correct to be outraged. Uh, The sculptures on the front were by Eric Gill, Mm, a celebrated artist of the time. So he says, uh, what he may not be aware of, he being Little Tommy, is that Eric Gill also did a number of commissions for TFL, including their former headquarters near Victoria, and even assisted with a typeface for the underground. Plus his own typeface, Gil Sands, (gasps)
1: Sands!
0: is widely used today on the covers of Penguin Books to the John Lewis logo and the band Block Party, and the standard typeface of the BBC itself.
1: Yikes, he says. Wow. Peter's everywhere. It's Peter's all the way down.
0: <laughs> yeah, he says, "Yikes, Koji Lewis."
1: Thank you for that, Lewis. Terrifying. That's a great fact. Of course, Gil Sans, a, a font that I was obsessed with for a while at uni. I like. I set my default font on Microsoft Word to Gill Sands. That's incredible. I didn't. I didn't make that connection. Isn't, that's a great little tidbit. Isn't that amazing? Excellent work.
0: Um, I think that's that's pretty good. Then before we we start. Um before we start diving into the to the correspondence with both feet, as they say.
1: Yes, yep, yep, yep. An illegal tackle into the correspondence.
0: That's right. We're gonna get sent a red card for how wonderfully we tackle the correspondence. We're gonna lockdown is the time for everyone to get around to those things that they haven't done before.
1: Like getting sent off.
0: <laughs> like getting sent off in a <laughs> metaphorical <laughs> game.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Well, um, yeah, good to talk to you, Pierre. Um, Hope you have a nice week. And hope you too, uh, PodBuds, have a wonderful week. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
2: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.